five, four, three, two, one. Hello, hi, beautiful people. Uh, this is uh, Motifolo coming back to you. I mean, I'd like to say live, but we're recorded, so I mean, that works. It's been quite a minute. Um, we've been out of the scene for quite a while due to a lot of stuff here and there. I mean, you're all in Nairobi, so you'd be able to figure that out, or at least able to relate in some particular kind of way. So it's still Owen, Konene, and I left him as Mtemina Sababora. We changed it to Kinjekatile Mwale. Yeah, that one. So yeah, um, basically we're back. We've been able to um, find a, a reason to be able to come back to you. For all the people who've reached out, asked about us, we're entirely grateful. Um, this would not be the same without you. So as we get into our topic for the day i'd like to welcome our first guest to the show very special uh, is it the first guest or the second it's the first guest i oh, oh yeah to the audience there's a bit of mishap earlier there's too much of going a on lot of things um going on so um yeah technical issues i think is what we'd call it so to our first guest um we call him mike i have no idea what he calls himself he will, <laughs> he will say just just a short thing to introduce. At, at least you guys um make a bit of headway with his voice. So, hey, Baba, talk to us. Thanks, Owen. Mike is my name. I'm married. Been married for the past two years. <laughs> <laughs> to whoever Mike is married to, hey, you're winning. Hey. You're winning. <laughs> Yeah, as, a, as a Nairobi man, that's not normal. What's, what was the trigger? It's because the gentleman who are seated near me know my wife. So I have to be very careful <laughs> with these guys. Okay. I wish I met you before my wife. So, there are a lot of genuine men in the city. Wow. Very genuine men. Today's game to you. To come into what we're saying, I like as as I'm introducing. I like I like for you to hear what Conan and RJ just to hear the voices to make sure that we've not changed the cast, we've not changed. Me si me kweni kiongea ni Conan eongea bana. Yes, the one and the only. I take to me asimusan. No. What happened is I'm researching the topic right now. Hey. <laughs> I was too busy. I'm sorry. I wasn't too busy. Mm. I was too lazy. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I thought I was going to wing it, but uh, situations have made me not wing it. So. Mike, we were high school. It's just a exam. We were just a exam. Like at all. But she's going to shine. Imagine yeah. I would. Exactly. Yeah. That's a lie. Anyway, so to kickstart the episode, I think uh, I have a very interesting, would you rather question. I think that's how we'll be starting our uh, episodes. So to the panel, the esteemed panel, would you rather walk with wet sock every day or shower with your clothes on? Barefoot, just with socks, not shoes. 
Barefoot. Sorry. <laughs> Just the white socks, no shoes. It doesn't have to be white socks. It could be rainbow colored socks. No shoes. Yeah. Ah, okay. I see where you're headed. Mm-hmm. I'm still thinking. On one hand, you... Uh, it would stink. <laughs> <laughs> On a daily basis. On concern. a daily basis. Mm-hmm. I think I'd rather stay with wet clothes for the rest of my life. No shower. Shower with your clothes on. Shower with my clothes on. Or walk around with wet socks. I definitely shower with my clothes on. Don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather uh-huh. walk with wet socks. You'd rather walk with wet socks? Yeah. Don't try with wet socks. Like, there's a feel for skin to skin. I need it. There's a, f- there's a feel for skin to skin. Yeah. Skin to skin. It's not even about the water. It's skin to skin. That sounds like a condom advert. <laughs> oh, eh? I definitely shower my clothes on. Showering my clothes on is momentous. I can take them off afterwards and wear clean clothes. <laughs> Dry clean clothes. What do you but mean? You Why do you sound annoyed? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine walking with wet socks? Yeah. We all, I mean, I... I Konene will tell us, but we all play sports. Can you imagine? Hey, by the way. Uh, walking with one sock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Pull it up. Can you imagine sharing clothes on? When will you guys get clean ever? See? You see? You're thinking it. I mean, your feet would always be stinking with wet socks. No, it's wet socks. He didn't say they have to be dirty. It's just wet socks. Wet socks will make you If it's stink. clean, wet so- socks, I'm okay. Whether it's clean, your feet will stink. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'd rather have my feet stink than this other body order. Kumbuka konene ni mtu wa pedicure. So yeah, understand. Not, uh, ah, yeah. You need, you need, you need, to, get, you need to get that. Uh, yeah. So Your toes would even rot. <laughs> the thing is, we just want to be clean. There's no way I'm walking around. Just showered with clothes on. When will I like brush some things off? So, because you mentioned skin to skin, <laughs> sponsored so, by Durex. So you see why yours won't work is because you you skin to skin guy. <laughs> we'll either have to have wet socks. <laughs> we'll have to figure out how you cook this smell. TMI, TMI, but figure it out. If you're showering with your wife and she has a clothes on, that's a turn off. <laughs> no, I, I have a correction. Sharing the clothes on doesn't mean doesn't mean I can't sip my fingers through the clothes. But why are we doing see, all for, that? No, no, it's, 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 it would be no clothes on. No, it's so you're still trying work. To... It's still work, but you, you do understand. The same way <laughs> fingers do the walking like yellow pages and Mze Johnny Walker. Um I mean, we could be able to slip things in and, and make sure things are... Imagine now you're, you're, you're doing the thing and then there's some white cloth slapping you like this the whole time. You've just yep. insulted everyone who has a foot fetish. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Hey. No, thanks. Hey. Guys, let's just move. Hey. Let's move on. <laughs>
That was a fire comeback, man. <sighs> okay, on to the topic of the day, which is not as hearty. It's very hearty. It'll hurt your feelings a bit. Um, so, I would like us to discuss today in a very freelance manner. So, it's just one question. And then people can just freeball it the way they feel and they choose. Um, so, have you guys in your personal life encountered or experienced um, toxic and traumatic relationships with blood relatives with a specific um, inclination? Inclination. I was, I was looking for the word enclosure. I don't know why. With a specific inclination to the nuclear family. So, dad, mom, and your siblings. Yeah. I think Olympus. Very unfair, but it's okay. Um, I mean, I'm a firstborn, so if there's anyone to be toxic at home, I think it would be me. So, if my siblings were here, they'd be better ask this question. I mean, they'd better answer that question. So, take, taking my siblings out... It would be my parents. Now, I have experienced a lot of things, even with people stating that um, I have childhood trauma that I exp- express to them that I have no idea about. Because I think when is this just not going to come out? What about you? When karaoke? Now, when karaoke? To make matters clear, karaoke is not even my last name, but oh. Um, for me, because of my advancements and how I look on to life, I have never sat down to look at it as trauma. But, of course, there comes, it comes with a lot of things. It comes with a lot of things. So, um, for, for me, I grew up in a very strict household. My parents were very very strict in so many ways. Uh, the things I couldn't do, the things I couldn't be able to function with, the certain fundamental bits I couldn't be able. Like my friends were out, I couldn't be able to do that. I started, like for example, even drinking alcohol, which both my parents did drink. Um, forgive me, mom and dad, just in the case that you were not willing to have in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I started drinking at 20. Now I'm apologizing for the fact that they drink, not me. Oh, yeah, they 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 know when I started drinking at the very least. So you find um, a lot of things, but due to my nature, when I was a young child, mm. I I settled on the fact that I mean, they are way older, close to fifty, when I was settling to this, at least about forty, and I was like, um, who has the higher ability of change? Who has a more? Who has more space, rather, to be able to influence who they are? I'm the one who's still growing. I'm still developing. I'm still evolving. I mean, my parents now are in their fifties, late fifties, uh, have been there for five plus decades. Mm-hmm. I've been here for two plus decades because I'm still in my twenties. So, between the two of us, who? Who has experienced life in a matter that they're more willing to change? Mm-hmm. They're more high. So from that, I was able to 
be able to tolerate more. I'm sure my siblings would be able to have a different experience for that, but fortunately or unfortunately, they're not here. So from that strictness, all those stringent measures that um, came about with um, how they raised me, because I, I talk to my siblings all the time, I'm close to, I, I only have sisters, everyone knows that, anyone who knows me knows I only have sisters, talk about how strict my parents were and how it affected us. So in terms of toxicity, because of my advancements and how I look at it, I, I surpassed that, like I moved ahead of it. I did not let what my parents were, what they struggled with, what their dreams were, define who I was. Mm -hmm ever since I was young. I defined my entire path. It's brought me a lot of conflict at home because like, for example, let me take, I my parents come from a generation where education was everything. Education got you a good job, which segmented a good life. I was good, I was good in school. I mean, anyone who knows me knows that, but um, even despite I, I just went to Kanju schools. That's enough. That's a shout out to Sakaja, by the way. Kanju schools are good schools. I went to guests. No, I'll, I'll say they're good schools because good is relative. True. So, um, you find education was everything to them, where we're in a current world where education means almost no shit. Like, it's important to be able to sustain your life. But we are having TikTok stars who are making way more than we are. We are having people who are creating fundamental income from things that have nothing from nothing constituting what they study. So or I, what they study in school. I have yeah. a question. Yeah. Mike, have you ever been on TikTok at like one o'clock in the morning and seen the kind of shenanigans that happen? I'm not on TikTok. You're not on TikTok. Konene is a specialty for that. Konene knows Konene ah, knows TikTok yeah, at yeah, one yeah, AM. Yeah, yeah, those things, man. Konene knows TikTok <laughs> at one AM. So I think we'll we'll give her a segment for high in TikTok. Definitely. Yeah. It's not like a master. It's just I get on there and I'm like, anyway, the world is ending. We need to do right by Jesus. By the way, the world is ending. Yeah. Wah, 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 wah. yeah. Mm. Anyway, you know, he said something about uh, he wasn't allowed to go out. Then Kakumbuka. Oh, even you. Till okay. date. Okay, but then understandably. Eh. This is where now I wanted to be almost the last one to talk because to be honest, now I'm on the other side of the spectrum. I'm the toxic one. You're the toxic one. Hey guys, okay. we'll get to that. We, we first had this here. I've hey, never had hey, someone hey, say toxic in in relevance to their parents. Yeah, yeah. So that that's a hell of a re revelation. Like she said, I think ah, the world is ending. The world is ending. End your last bone. Ah, yeah. last bone, Camille. Tunailewa. Ah, tunailewa. When do you have a character development? A second I, bone. A second bone is a is a struggle. You especially if you're a first son. Your parents have no idea how they should raise a son. So you're caught in between how they raise the girl and them trying to figure out where is this guy all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely I'm the first one and the only one in the family to have broken my hand like four times. I'm uh, going to a school where we had more than three strikes. Um, uh -uh, don't blame the school. Where is Kijana Machachari? 
just to give you an example, my wife has a very strong personality. So, as I was saying, even when I'm trying to set rules in the house, she would question them not to say that she doesn't have a place in setting these rules. But definitely, and we can discuss this on a later time, there are different roles that men and women have. So, because men are the vision bearers, uh, if you're trying to establish some sort of direction in the house, when I try to do that, my wife will ask me a question. Why? Mm. Why not this way? If we can go this way and achieve the same, if we can go in this direction and achieve the same um, objective, why don't we go that way? Now, just to tie it back to uh, the topic that we have today, I grew up in a toxic home. My parents had a toxic marriage. And one of the things that I've learned to stop saying is I was not taught how to be a man. I had to learn how to be a man. Now, the unfortunate bit was, or is the fact that I think I learned how to be a man quite late. So I struggled with decision making for quite a long time. And by the time I was dating my wife, while we were dating, she could pick it up easily because she comes from a very secure home. And I remember one time, <laughs> one time I complained about something and she was like, you know, I'm not your mother. Oh, God. I'm not your mother. Uh, I hope I've answered your question. Who was it who stuck? That's how? Was it the... Uh, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> I wish you knew how terrible that sounds. I, I know anyone watching this for ASMR purposes. At ASMR purposes. Yeah. We have people who watch the podcast for ASMR purposes. I'm spending too much tea today. Konene, do you listen to the podcast for ASMR purposes? <laughs> I don't purposes? even listen to this afterwards. Ah. Yeah. That's the, the sad truth of some of the toxicity I got from <laughs> being raised. From? Anyway. Explain. Link those two concepts together. Okay, so we go back to being mm. the toxic one. Mm. Anyway, so... Um, when I actually thought about the topic you gave us, I thought of victimizing myself, of course. Because as the last boy, I am always right. Right. And then I had a discussion. Yesterday I had lunch with my sisters and we had discussions and I realized compared to them, I had it good, like really good. But I never saw it as that. And the fact is, okay, it's not the fact. I, I, I'm blaming it on a few things. One, I, I'm not sure if my parents were ready for me, <laughs> but the gap between me and my siblings is wanting, especially in a, in a Meru setting. It's not mm-hmm. normal. People usually get kids and then finish, you know, one of Watananga in some certain... Sorry, anyway. Mike, so, what do they call Wairi? The, the nickname. When do you know? Love it's uh, Yeah, exactly. Lokuitanga oh. uh, uh, yeah, from now on. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so, um, when, when I was... When I came to be, my mom was at a peak in her career. And my dad was, my dad is always laid back. Like, he never, 
no nanga kama sometimes they never take life seriously because even when it came to disciplining us at the beginning it was tough and to a point he realized he has guts so he could no longer put some effort when it came to disciplining us wait like so, actual guns like douche douche guns oh guns oh yeah. oh oh so at the point like actual guns I'm like hey Tom Cruise at some point disciplining went to mother but then mother was always busy so the rebellious part of me had a time of their life anyway so that gap gave me something my therapy calls the personalization depersonalization yeah okay whereby my my mom was present but she was not always there and my dad of course had no idea how to raise a girl properly probably he did his best i mean he's a coolest dad on earth but at the same time when you interact with your girlfriends there are things they were taught back in the days that you realize kept you mm-hmm. i was actually raised more of a boy i have like i'm getting to my feminine era now you used to be a young man i used to be a, i even i told my parents one time i thought you, you guys got you again <laughs> You thought you were getting a boy and then i came ah, out as a girl yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and so like, there's a bit of a confusion here oh my god yes so uh <laughs> the second one of course i was rebellious and she paved the way for me being double rebellious second bonds again i think even how she had it rough. i think she had it worse than both my our first one and me why am i Why you toxic? <laughs> what's my train of thought? What was, what was I saying? You were, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're leading up to the fact that you were set up for like a really plush life and these guys didn't have the tools to give you better because we're not, we're not, we're not, like these guys oh, yeah. are doing really well yeah. and they think they're doing really well and then there's just you who's there and grateful. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh yeah, now I remember what I was saying. So, I think by the time now I was getting to maturity and all that, they they were done finally <laughs> in, mm. in my head. So, I was I I had to fend for myself some. Mm. So, even when I got of age and started doing stuff, people would comment that I'm more mature than my age. But it was just because I really had to find a way to survive because mm. everybody else in my life was busy. My sisters were in high school campus. Uh-huh. So there was not even a playmate until a neighbor came when she was a boy. So imagine they get to <laughs> <that> play. It is a banner, triple sticky sticky. No, we played Wet football. Ah! Which sucks game? What? Don't overthink it. I've overthought. Everybody. Even me I'm overthinking. Anyway. So What the fuck are wet sock games? Don't worry. <laughs> That sounds Stay like a trick. No. Oh my god. Mother, <laughs> Mother please don't listen to this. <laughs> Yo. Hey. Do the gents who understood that phrase, why the fuck have you understood that phrase? Anyway, so now being the toxic um the personalized self, I don't know how to share in life. What? You don't know how to share. I don't know how. I try. Like I do and when I do I overdo it because now I become overly too nice. I mm-hmm. get hurt. I keep quiet. Cuz I don't want to rub people the wrong way. Cuz now I feel like we're mending relationships and we're making relationships now. So we I really don't want to 
have squabbles in the house. We are, we do, but I I tend to be the bigger person most of the times, even when I feel hurt. Mm. Just because it's now it's mm. new, it's fresh that I'm now forming relationships with my siblings and I'm being taught that family is everything. But growing up, they were like such, I feel like they were far away. Like every time I tried to reach out to one They're of them, distant. they were too far from me. Yeah. So I had to learn how to keep it to myself. Mm. And just because of that, now nowadays, they tend to think I'm the brightest when it comes to business. So they'll come forward and ask me for ideas. And I get an idea. And instead of giving them the idea, I go do the idea. Mm. And I, I become successful or slightly successful. Then when it comes to sharing like resources, I'm like, why am I sharing? Mm. I, I did it all by myself. You get. I have a question. Does that affect you? First of all, are you seeing someone? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. you are single. Like, uh, in those months, we were away. Yeah, you know, you said something. Like, like, oh, no, wait. Umse pia likuwa single. Uliko single together? Uliko single. Uliko single. I'm single. I don't know who's been asked that question. Oh, when are you single? We know. Mike is married. Konena is single. Someone. Oh, when are you single? I'm seeing the chase for money currently. So. I'm focusing on myself. You know how many times women hear that and then the guy ends up jacking them. And then the next day they're like, I'm still focusing. Say that again, slowly. Say, say it on the mic. So, back uh-huh. to my story. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> You're focusing on yourself? Back to my like you story. Back to my story. Shame on you. Yeah. Okay, so the question was, uh-huh. do you share? I try to. You try to? Yeah. You share your life with that person? I try to. Oh, you try to share your life yeah. with that person? Yeah. So because even when it comes journey. to, like what he said, if mm. I got, I think my biggest fear right now is marriage. Because, I don't, again, I don't know how to share. So even, like, my room is my room. Why are you coming into my room? My shoes are my shoes. Why are you wearing my shoes? I can share them with my sibling, but at the back of my mind, I still have that ownership thing inside me. Mm. So when it comes to my partner, I which I try sharing, but sometimes it's like it's eating a chocolate bar you bought for yourself and then somebody's giving you those coffee eyes. You want some chocolate bar. So you buy it. Um, you get it. Mm, yeah. I can share chicken. So it's... it's, it's I think that's the trauma response and the toxicity that I have learned I need to get rid of. But then, this is 27 years of doing. I don't know how long it was. Now, we have a guy who used to be deskmates with uh, Tom Boyer. Um, I don't know how long he's been married, but he can tell us. So I'm sure it's an ongoing... um, It's an an ongoing... experience but i'm sure to some extent because i mean um you've been huddled into an environment where you have okay you don't have to but you're expected to some extent not to be toxic so uh, to konene who is 27 and wondering how she's gonna do it um you've never said your age before by the way yeah i'm proud love it no oh yeah somebody called me a tasa so i was like I'll wear this age badly. A what? <laughs> Umeitwa tasa? 
bro, if it is, I get called out here. Yeah. Like Baren. Wait, Tasai in Baren? Yeah, that's what it's the thing. Holy shit. Yeah. So somebody asked me if I ever had like a pregnancy scare. I was like, no. And how old are you? Oh my 27. God. Married? Oh no. my God. Are you planning to have kids? No. I'm a Wewini Tasa. Oh my God. Your Kenyans are wild out here, man. And that's an Uber driver. What do Uber banana? Musungelesha tu mebeba. Tafadhali. I know. So, yeah. Since that day, I said I'll wear this age proudly. So that whoever is pissed about it. You're, that's a big problem. It's not a big problem. Okay, okay. <clears throat> so, Mike, what, 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 what has worked for you? Um, and what would you... Because uh, I think Owen expressed what it is that has worked for him um, and how he's overcome it to some extent. But uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts. How you being the man in the house and you being asked why? Um, wow. Well, First of all, just to, to be clear, um, just to create a vivid image, my wife comes from a secure family. So in terms of toxicity, we have not had many toxic conversations. We've had conflict, but we've not had many toxic conversations. So before I even answer your question, it would be good for me to say, I have also been a toxic person. I think I'm still toxic. I mean, I believe... It doesn't completely well. Agree. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we have a toxic relationship with Raphael. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, so while I was dating, I would also play the victim. But it would work because, you know, women being emotional. So you'd know the extent to which you'd tell a story that would get you whatever <laughs> far you want to get. You are a fuckboy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we caught that. Oh my god. We caught that. Skin you are when you are more boy. It's good to say the truth, eh? So I realized it too late after I'd hurt a number of people because after telling my story and someone listens and they empathize and they get emotional and you guys get intimate. Then they ask you, what are we? And I'm like, huh? We are sinners. We are fornicating. <laughs> um, so the situation we have right Sisi now... Adam Wana. We are feelers. We are feeling. At home. <laughs> is... I don't know if you guys can picture a man who's been a war veteran. Who has many scars on his face. So I, I always believe that's my mind. So what I currently do right now, because I mean, this is the person who I want to spend the rest of my life with, and I choose to spend the rest of my life with, is I try to protect her from my toxic self. Because, aww, because, and, and, and I'll actually ask you a question. Toxicity is sweet, right? Exactly. I, I disagree. Let's be honest. I personally disagree. Yeah? You're toxic. Making it sweet doesn't make when it right. I disagree. When you're the victim. Making it sweet doesn't make it right. It is sweet. So whenever you're having an argument or conflict with your partner, the first response is your toxic self before your healthy self comes out. In most cases. You've done enough work on yourself, guys. That's a lie. That's true. 
That's true. Not if you've done enough work of yourself. But let's be honest. That work never ends. Whether it's an eternal journey. Yeah, it's an eternal journey. Yeah. So even if you're talking about 1% toxicity or 50%, your first response is to see how can I win this argument. Most of the times. Because you're emotional about it. Most of the times. Now I see why this side of the table is always losing. <laughs> so <laughs> let, let, me, let me finish. There's some people who hate confrontation. So yes. they won't really choose the winning side. But you see, even if you hate confrontation, there's a way you can stonewall someone and that's being toxic as well. So you know, I won't talk to you for X number of hours. I won't talk to you for X number of hours until you talk to me. And yet you know you're the one who caused conflict. You see? So personally, I don't like conflict, but I like taking conflict head on. So in my situation, my wife doesn't. So it's very easy for me to see when she's stonewalling me because I have been a toxic person before. But now my response nowadays is I'm able to gauge is this the best time to have this conversation or not? Because in marriage, past struggles, especially amongst young people, uh, are one of the things that destroy many marriages because you're trying to prove that you're a man. She's trying to prove that, you know, I'm a babe who has a voice and all that. So what works for me is I listen because I learned my silence is stronger than when I speak. Who's that Tana Bana? What did you just say? <laughs> My silence is stronger than when I speak. That's in conflict. Because later on, after we've resolved it, is when I'll come and say, I did not appreciate how you did A, B, C, D, and I'd want you to do A, B, C, D in future. So instead of engaging in, in uh, before you're trying to figure out that conflict, everyone brings their toxic self. So, because as I mentioned, my wife has a strong personality. And as I mentioned, I struggled with decision making. So, even while we were dating, I used to feel, are you trying to assert yourself over my voice? In whatever conflict. So, nowadays I tell myself, I'm the man of this house. And whatever you're fighting about, you will resolve. I listen to her. And I gauge, is this the best time to respond or not? But as Owen said, that has taken a lot of work. Because remember, this is conflict in marriage. This is someone I see every day. So I'm still trying to navigate some spaces. And still trying to deal with my family trauma. Yeah. And at the same time, also not hiding, but choosing what I should expose my wife to in terms of this is how bad of a person I am. I know we talk about authenticity. But also, let's be honest, there are things if you told your partner, go on in your mind that you're struggling with, it won't help relationship. As Owen said, maybe there are journeys that you need to walk alone and work on yourself. Now, it's debatable because you can say, oh, um, full transparency. Just as an example. Just as an example. <laughs> this is why you what? Yeah. You this is why I will choose that shower with your clothes off because it's uh, that transparent. Okay. Just as an example to show you. People have mean. a lot of things to wash down. That's what we're hearing <laughs> in this conversation, right? The thing is, I'm just in my head. I'm thinking, if you were my partner, I'd love to see the naked you. If I can use that word, Tabiamba. So, so let me let me expound and give a, a personal example. My dad passed on two years ago. My last memory of him was him having a physical fight with my mom. My first year of marriage, whenever we'd have 
I would get angry, I would hear a voice slap her. So how am I supposed to have a conversation with her? Then you meet a kinangarita that like how many big So I I know I needed to deal with that. <laughs> that's a no no. <laughs> So you see, that's, that's, this side of the table does not support that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you see, that as an example, took me quite some time before I was even able to explain to her, this is what is happening, this is what I'm hearing, and this is what I'm doing to make me a better. Can you imagine if your man came and told you, I hear voices that tell me to hit you? Yeah, I'll be okay with that. I doubt. I'm, I'm so, like, I'm toxic, toxically woke. You're toxically woke. Yeah. That's toxic. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, sometimes I say, I, I usually, like, argue. If my best friend listens to she kill me. But I argue, we've really empowered women too much. She can hear my... She can hear my... Because the reason why I'm saying that is because I'm also growing in my relationship. And it caught me at a time I was really not sure I was... Like I had put it in my head, I'm gonna be that rich auntie. Mimi stories are no I'm done. You get. So now I'm learning. I'm even learning to submit, which is so hard because again, I was always independent. I grew up independent. I grew up being a man in a feminine body. So now being a female is a bit hard. So when, like, when sometimes we argue and I feel like I'm putting too much power in this argument. I feel like I'm disrespecting him as a man. Sometimes I call myself out for that because I also need to listen to him. He's a man of this house. I'm just here occupying his face. He has a right to say what he says. But why am I shouting on top of his voice to try and make it seem like, despite me being a short, plump girl, I can still be hard. And maybe his argument is correct, but who is me? I'll start crying. Are you the same one who had entered for the exam? Who had entered for the exam? Yeah. <laughs> and you said it. <laughs> now I start to understand why everyone wants to meet Konene. Ah. Now I'm getting. I mean, lady controversial. She, yeah, yeah. By the way, even on my in my circles, there are people who actually want to meet you. I know that's why I told you me and my best friend will fight after this podcast because she's a feminist and I love it because she empowers me love so it. many times. Love it. But at the same time. My mom and dad had the independence thing. Everybody is independent in their own way. Like, they can exist without each other. But they chose each other for the love and partnership. I love that. And I'd want that. But sometimes I find joy in submission. I find joy... I even find joy of not using my brain when my man is there. Because he's ah, the man of the house. Where that, am I that using video, my brain? That's maybe walking you get, like, there with the stairs. He will ask questions and I promise you I'm not using my brain. So mm. it will take me a while before I realize, oh yeah... You will say, oh yeah, that's a good idea. I let him have it. Because I want him to feel like the man that he is. And not only to feel, but to assert himself also. Because I realize also men in this generation have had toxic parents and they've been hurt. And sometimes men take time to realize the trauma compared to women. True. Yeah. So I'll realize these traumas before he even... I have a question. Oh my god, oh my god. To Konene then to the gentleman. Do you do what is right because it is right? 
because you know it is right or because it feels right now in light of toxicity um both you're toxic i'm, I'm not even going to run away from it <laughs> i think for me it goes back to hating confrontation i do what is right just to avoid people so because it feels right because i want to be peace of mind it, because it, it feels, feels right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's just It, it feels like, right. No. Yeah, and that's what feels right. Okay, yeah. Yeah. You? Uh-huh. Anyone who knows me, I yeah. Feels right. That, that's your problem. It's what I think is right, which is highly controversial. I mean, let's let's speak previous conversations from my thoughts to faithfulness to Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> so by the corner there's a bit who's hitting on you to remind right is you see for me with my emotional advancement right is it's a state of mind. I'm not a moral police. Right is a state of mind. It is. Okay. Let me I'll always put this question I, I mean it's subjective that's that that's, that's exactly what i'm saying it's subjective put put it in this way we've had cannibalist societies in africa yeah jesus and religion jesus and religion came from the white man right true so did all the people who used to eat one another go to hell sindion msema wana kwanga nairobi Ah, so that's my point so i get it yeah for me it's it's what yes it's what i have come and i have been fought so many times for my impartiality and that comes with advancement not because i'm impartial just because i about the balance um yeah feeling feeling what's right comes from what you think or believe is right so that tentatively many a times tied together so it's just not what you think is right what you feel is right comes from what you believe is right that's how the feeling comes about so similarly to my thoughts on infidelity or faithless which again we're not bringing about again because yes you guys decided to pulverize me in I'm a way single. that you decided to pulverize me i'm single again anyways do you know that i'm single <laughs> point is um it's easier said than done so it's a much larger conversation than just that definitely okay i think to wrap it up uh, yes i'm answering the question that's why i'm wrapping it up um <clears throat> from from a nuclear perspective just to bring it back to the question about toxicity in a nuclear perspective um how it is that i handled um that type of toxicity of course definitely from having conversations with people and being honest about where it is that they are because i realize there's a certain beauty in every person everyone has something to offer um yeah i came to appreciate that um what um what pushes me over the edge is i I'd like to call it like a demarcation of love. So for me, there's okay, not for me. It's what the Greek um spoke to. There are four types of love. Okay. Um Konene, do you know the four types of love? Mike, do you know the four types of love? Three. You know three. Yes. Okay. What are the three that you know? 
Agape, Eros, Storge. You don't know what we're talking about. And precisely what he said, exactly, failure. That one is often forgotten. So, um, and this, now we can get into a metaphysical discussion after this. Feel free to reach out and ask me about it. Metaphysical. It's metaphysical. (laughs) So, the four levels. So, Storhe is the love of the people who you have no choice to love, which is your siblings, your parents, um, and you guys share blood. So, like, there's... You love them because you have to, quote-unquote. It's and all you know. Yeah. It's, it's all you know, exactly. So, when it comes to, like, toxicity, that doesn't help your case because it's also... Cap- it holds you captive to their faults. It holds you captives to your faults against them as well. So, they you have to rise above it. Now, above Stoke, the love for the family is now Eros. Eros is love for... I mean, I don't have to expound on it. This is still a kid's show. Above Eros, <laughs> in my personal opinion, and this is now something that I feel like the world has largely forgotten, is philia. Philia is love for your fellow man. Um, and this is why, tying to all the previous um, misquoted episodes that have been on, I do believe that men and women can hold platonic uh friendships and love one another without that expectation that it's going to lead into intimacy, physical intimacy for that for that fact. Um, so for me, how it is that I worked through the toxicity and it took like six or seven years because personally, I had a really toxic relationship with mom was moving from stalking. Like I have to love her because she's my mom and that's normally the last argument people normally have when you share, you know, I'm having challenges now. You don't know, but love, she's still your mom. It's like, yeah, but I'm still hot. You know, at the end of the day, I'm still a person. I'm still a human. And in as much as one, I would want in some instances to be the one to change. Then it it catches me on that flip side for uh, whenever I have conflict with someone, I have to change at every given point in time. I never address it. I never process those emotions. I never feel. I never confront so um it it forced me to to move from storke to failure and now i managed towards the end of her life to separate the person who is my mother from the position so i started looking at it differently that there's mom and there's lucy um the lead so from that whenever there were those altercations, I'd have problems with my friend. And I would reconcile those challenges with that friend more than the person who is mom. That took a bit of time. It it really took a bit of time. Um, especially since you guys on a daily basis, you're constantly neck and neck. But I've also realized it's helped me also with the conversations now with um everybody else with my siblings i try to foster uh, actual friendships with these people um to avoid that toxicity to avoid being the toxic person such that they get you know the way you call out your friends these people can walk up and like call me out 
and tell me hey by the way you're never around home no kwanga me ndoko all the time then i say it's on who's always calling me out okay moth yeah okonene mm-hmm. okonene exactly mm. so yeah um mike any parting shot just a question to you rafael you said you believe men and women can be friends is this with or without boundaries is it with or without boundaries it definitely is with boundaries yeah because the thing is when there's that love that exists between them they fully understand i think i think what we have personally lost as a society is our ability to think and reason we all just stupid we move around like animals okay i see a babe a babe sees me I'm fine she's fine we have to smash it it's not all we we've re, we're reducing ourselves to our basal desires and we forget that these irascible passions can be yeah. monitored and controlled by irascible passions <laughs> you're not a lioness you know you could have lioness tendencies yes <laughs> but you're not a lioness you know you don't have to I focus. Mm. Now it's not a link on any to focus. So still going to focus. I don't even know how. But yes. Um eventually I think we'll get there. Um I think it's a generational thing. I think the kids born um after World War 3 happens, which is a conversation we can have later, will be pure fascists and things now just will go back from the left extreme liberal side of things yeah i think there's a quote i forget who it was um this guy called anonymous who up until form one i thought wrote all the books and had all the quotes so anonymous said um a tough men no great men create good times good times create weak men weak men create tough times tough times create great men and then it's like a as a cycle I think I could help you. I think it was said by the Sheikh of Dubai because mm. he spoke about his grandfather riding a camel, his father like I mean driving or him and his father driving a Land Cruiser, mm. his kids driving a Ferrari and so forth. So yeah. I think it was the Sheikh of Dubai. Exactly. So it becomes like a whole cyclical thing. So and I think we can see it with our government. I'm sure the next <laughs> next bunch of professionals would be forged in iron. Yes, Konene. Wanna say my next band. Oh, and yeah, since you see this, we have the text where we the the youth of the future. You are Gen Z. I'm cutting between your Gen Z. What the hell? No, it's actually it's a genuine question. We have less than 12 months between us. The thing is, Gen Zs are which you are sensitive kind of but yeah. i'm i'm caught in between the both sometimes we are all caught in between the both we all watch cartoon network no, no the reason why the reason why i'm saying that is cuz again i find myself copying my sisters and my sisters are way older so even my music taste my uh, my my relationships uh, taste, it's different compared to gen z's like i try dating gen z's and nindo wala mlilipa 8000 kwenda kuona tv pale uru gardens My sisters. I don't want to brag ha- about you can't be VIP. Oh, you can't be VIP. Hey, Paul. Have all taste in music mm. and still 
I mean, being Gen Z's, being born after 2000, still listen to a range. So it's it's always deeper than that for me. I mean, we know that. Yeah. No, it's a food for thought, actually. I've realized, and we were having this discussion with my sister, that that generation, is it why? Yeah, why? Why? The toxicity with our parents was worse with them. In that, it has been difficult for most of the people I know who are Gen Y to have normal relationships, mm. to have normal marriages, to last in relationships and marriages. Mm. And as much as I feel like I might be in that side, there's something my best friend told me and that's why I want to like air it out. Because for the longest time, I also had a very toxic way of falling in love. I was an extremist. In that, as long as if the police come and kill me and ask me where you are, like they're holding a gun, that's a message. Like that's how bad it was. And later I realized it was bad and it started changing and being, and being now the worst side. Like now I wanted to hurt people because I was hurt. And she told me this. Remember, you don't do things to please people. You don't do things to please people. You don't move the way you move because you want to please somebody else. And if mm. you are, this is where you're getting hurt. Love unconditionally. Amen. Say that again. Love unconditionally. One more time. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Love, love Time with Kunene. And that's why now, hey. when it came to my parents Dr. and my Nen. siblings, mm-hmm. stop it! Dr. Nens. <laughs> that's a family name. I hate it when people say it outside. Anyway, so it came to coping with... Do you know Dr. Nens? I don't know. The haves and the haves not. Hey, Kweli, Kweli. Anyway, so when it comes to, when it comes to loving <laughs> people and loving my family, despite the toxicity, extremism I will love them even despite the fact that sometimes they may hurt me. But again, I remind myself at the back of my head, I'm loving unconditionally. Because it's never a day that anyone will be perfect. Yeah. Even you, maybe with your kids, they'll come to a podcast and say, by the way, my parents are very toxic. They love me too much. Cycle of life, my guys. As I with RJ, we will be taking your, your kids on vacation. To give them a break from you. And his tea addictions. <laughs> you guys are fighting me unnecessarily and there's someone here no, expecting a firstborn. We'll not say who that is. Oh, not, not so long. Is. We'll not say who that is. Whether we're going to pressure. We're going to pressure. Yeah, I mean, I, I was listening to you. Ngombe imeamua kuongea judge sema. Sawa Mike, tell us about your first incoming passport. Ngombe ni nani? Ah, sengenge ni ngombe. Sengenge ni ngombe. And the one thing that keeps me in mind make this boy to have a secure attachment style that he will be able to speak confidently, love genuinely, protect with all that he has both me and my wife and his siblings. And I mean, as I said, a war veteran. I look at my scars and I'm like, do I have what it takes? I have a nephew. A nephew, yes. Well, and the one thing I can, yes, the one thing I can say is, and I realized they had the same fear, and I have the same fear, because I don't know if I want to have kids, because I think I'm 
and like raise the most fucked up kids ever. But weirdly, even our parents will tell you, as much as we call them out for things that they did, they never realized when they were doing it. And mm-hmm. they'll be and they'll tell you, I was raised this way and this is how I knew it was best. Yeah. And the best way. And despite it all, I mean you turned out perfect. So why not? Interesting. Love unconditionally. Give yourself some watches sons and daughters. Next to the animal. Ah, it's been beautiful to have you guys back. Waja kefuko. Thank you. So, I think I'll go out of scripts. We never have a script nonetheless anyways. To, I mean, to offer a cliffhanger to our next. Might be the next episode, might be two episodes or three episodes from now. We're still waiting for that guest. Uh, oh yeah, but you single. Oh, sorry. Oops. <laughs> Actually, you, let me tell you something. You need not something. scream. My friend, I don't know. We all sorry. know why. When Anna says one of her friends asks, is he still with that babe? And, the, and she was like, no. And the babe was like, you all know why. Yeah. It was, it was, I can assure you guys, you have no idea. It was totally beyond nice. that. Yeah, it yeah. was well of beyond that. Of course it was. But the thing is, whatever your controversy is, it's hard for normal human beings digest it. I'll take that. She said normal human beings. Where do we get Cliffhanger to Melissa episode? Cliffhanger. Um, I mean, with this, this episode of Progressful, we had our first guest. Love that. I'm sure you guys have enjoyed. We want to take this episode to welcome our new godson, godchild, niece, nephew. Nephew. Here Project Mbappe. Project Mbappe. Project Lebron James. Hey. Project Usain Bolt. Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> That's why the son will be project ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the father was, was, was a failure. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> in that regard. The only in, thing he does well is no, run through people's no, minds. It was also an insult because he said, I said he was perfect. Now people think my judgment is bad. I know, no. It's just, it's I just don't a joke. I don't ah, Anyways, to say the least, I've been thinking, I've, I've, I've had a few of you, just, just a few, a small few. So to cliffhanger or to have a cliffhanger to our next um episode um well since we were talking about the toxicity of our parents why shall we not discuss finances and relationships what do you guys think see you next time ciao